But yes, I am so excited to talk to y'all about this book. <laughs> this book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. All right. So I'll start. Um, great. I, <laughs> I'm nervous. We're professionals. We're yeah. professionals. <laughs> Hey everyone, my name is Brandon Patrick. We've got Sophie Green and we have Tenny here, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 We have a ghost with us here today. We brought our ghost boyfriend to the podcast this week. <laughs> I'm spooky. I'm ready to go. I got Pop Rocks just in time for the holiday. You have oh. Pop Rocks? Wait, did you wind up getting Dunkaroos? I did not. I'm still hunting. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will go puff them to your house right now. <laughs> that would be a Halloween miracle. <laughs> Could you go puff them to me? <laughs> uh, I don't know if they deliver to your area. They don't. I oh. checked when I moved home and I was like, what the fuck is this? Go puff. Figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> it truly. Um, this week, we're talking about our ghost boyfriends from <laughs> Cemetery Boys. <clears throat> Gosh, I choked on something earlier today and now I can't stop coughing. It's really great. Um, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love choking granola bar dust. Oh no! Don't don't eat the Nature's Valley bars. <laughs> oh, they you just fucking crumble. crumbs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm not kidding. I was like chewing in the back room. My manager came around to talk to me, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh, are you okay?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm dying." And he's eating uh, sawdust. I'm just eating some sawdust. No, it was um a Cliff Bar with butter in it, nut butter. It was those ones. Yeah, you've never had? A Cliff Bar with butter? Yeah, nut butter. So it's like... Oh. Um, the t- yeah, Cliff Bar with butter. <laughs> just That's regular? Was on. Yeah, just regular, beautiful butter. <laughs> I mean we it. Love I that. We love um, that. So who has the book in front of them other than me? I think we all... I think all of us have it. Yes. <laughs> I haven't taken the cover off of mine yet. Like the oh, mm, very nice. It's it's good. I took Can it I off earlier with just this design. The on little it? um, the little skull illustration that's right on the spine. I kind of love it, and I maybe want that as a tattoo. It's very cute. I love it. Um, Sophie, do you want to read the book sleeve, or do you want me to do it? Do you want Tenny to do it? Should we force <laughs> our ghost boyfriend to do it? I know I feel bad making. Do any of the cats want to do it? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I could do it if I could find the stupid sleeve. (laughs) Am I the only one that still has the sleeve? I can make my ghost boyfriend get the sleeve from our bedroom. I would love that. that. (laughs) Yes. Okay, she's on her way. (laughs) (laughs) She just popped in like hello. (laughs) Also, 
obviously, since you're doing an audio podcast, nobody can see that I taped the word <gasps> cemetery on my yeah, shirt that says boys. That. I was going to say. <laughs> your I sick baseball tee that says boys already. <laughs> yeah, it usually says pretty boys. Ready. Oh my God, I love Pretty that. cemetery boys. I mean, honestly, that that is the correct full title, Pretty Cemetery Boys. Right. But we we let Aiden shorten it. Here it is. Oh my gosh. Thanks. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> I'm Perfect. gonna. What did, did I just say tag or something? No, okay. Get off of Twitter. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm Instagram just was like, hey, Ashley Graham just did something. You care about that, right? And it's like, not in this exact moment, no. <laughs> Not enough to have notifications on, no. Because I hate when they're like, hey, a bunch of people you don't really pay attention to posted recently. Did you want to look at that? I don't know. Do you want to put it in my feed ever? Or Yeah, like, no. do you want, like, I keep getting notifications. I'm so sorry. This is so off track. This is exactly what happens every week. That's I'll like for the extra commentary. Yeah. Yes. It's like Ryan LaSala liked a tweet, and it's like a tweet that just says, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. definitely. Um, he's doing a like project with another author, and he retweeted their like group account thing, and the group said, account don't. responded to him and just said, "Shut up!" <laughs> like, wow, that's the energy I like to bring to a group he, project. Him looking himself in the mirror, going, "Shut up, Tenny." If you would like to read the sleeve, the inside book sleeve of Cemetery Boys to us, sure. So. Yadriel has summoned a ghost, and now he can't get rid of him. When his traditional Latinx family has problems accepting his gender, Yadriel becomes determined to prove himself a real brujo. With the help of his cousin and best friend Maritza, he performs the quince's ritual himself, and then sets out to find the ghost of his murdered cousin Miguel and set it free. However, the ghost he summons is actually Julian Diaz, the school's resident bad boy, and Julian is not about to go quietly into death. He's determined to find out what happened and tie up some loose ends before he leaves. Left with no choice, Yadriel agrees to help Julian so that they can both get what they want. But the longer Yadriel spends with Julian, the less he wants him to leave. That was honestly better than either of us have ever. <laughs> I you lost it at the look end. look and read aloud. Usually the first like four words, <laughs> I'm like, uh, wait, let me start over. Uh, look, wait, let me start over. We, the only time that we've been able to read something like well enough that it was like, oh, I don't have to, like, cut and splice this up, um, was the Black Lives Matter thing that we did, which is the most important thing that we've done. So, I mean, that's fine. Well, yeah, there was also, like, things we wrote out ourselves and not other people's words. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I do want to start off with the book art along with the inside book art. I This the is such a pretty book. book. Well, I meant, like, this, this part, like, the actual book itself. Oh, I was like the the blank. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You can't see the art. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to be a bro to see the art on the inside of the book. I wish <laughs> that would make me feel so good about myself if I could see magical art. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone on the podcast, but I don't think either anyone on this podcast is a bro. So maybe Mm-mm. there is secret art on the inside of the book. Perhaps. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is just like a beautiful, I didn't even take this off. I never take my book sleeves off. And when I do, I lose them. They're just gone. I usually will only take it off if I'm like close to finishing. Cause Mm -hmm. then like, I feel like the book sleeve just like gets in the way. Or if I'm like 
traveling around with it and I want to keep it nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I took it to the beach, so I didn't want to get I, any of that seawater on it. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have taken the beach, the book sleep to the beach. I don't think any one of the characters in this book would have enjoyed uh, beach water on them. Well, no. it's New Jersey beach water. Let's be real. Yeah, no, they're like, what it's is special. that? <laughs> um, <clears throat> was that Gunnison Beach? I have been saying the name yeah. of that beach wrong for the entire time. I've been saying it wrong, comic. too. It's Gunnison. I keep saying Gunnison, and I'm like, Me too, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, does anyone want to specifically start off with anything? Personally, love that, like, literally the first chapter of the book is like, here's the main character, and they're in a cemetery. Let's yeah. go. It <laughs> yeah. was, like, not, like, slow build up, like, talk. let's talk about, like, the it was like, so here I am. My family has had magic for centuries. I'm just out here fucking trying to do a secret ceremony with my cousin. It's real chill. I'm just trying to like, you know, make this blade glow and become magical. I don't know about all you. <laughs> trying to level up. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Brendan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm mm. try- I was trying to think about this. I think this, uh, I think uh, Yadriel is the first trans lead character that we've had that is like uh that has worn a binder yeah it's like very important to a lot of what's happening because mm-hmm. i think every other trans character that has been in text that we've read has either been like a side character or post-op or a trans woman i think the only other book that is in the <laughs> list of books that we've read for the podcast was um I think it's like Paul takes the form of a girl. I forget what the full name of that book is, but um, they're like an unexplained magical being that like they just can shift their body to be male or female depending on who they want to entice. How do um, I tap into that? I would love to know. <laughs> <laughs> would Asking for a friend, the friend's me. Would love to know. <laughs> I want to know um, how you do that shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jordan got me that as a gift and... It was, I think, the most adult book that I've read in, like, a long time. We only read children's book on this book. Yeah, we only read children's book. (laughs) Oops, we're all big babies. Yeah, oops, big babies. (laughs) My chest almost falls out of my shirt. Um, Um, Yeah, no, I think I agree with you there. That stood Um, out to me a lot because it's mentioned, mm -hmm. like, significantly, especially just, like, in the general comfort of how he's like in, in interacting with other characters and stuff like that there's a lot of scenes where there's dramatic running happening yes. and he's having a hard time breathing it's yep. yeah <laughs> yeah that's the, that's an interesting thing um obviously i i haven't worn a binder i've worn a corset obviously not the same thing and i know that if you do any kind of activity when you're like in something like that it, it sucks <laughs> It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Um, makes things look great, um, but sucks. Um, and I can imagine having something like that further up would be worse to do, like <laughs> athletic running from things. You know, things where you have to really expand your chest. Yeah. Like breathing. Most things. What's that like, breathing? Never heard of her. Mm-mm. I don't know her. <laughs> we don't do that here. But I um, like how it showed the cons and the pros of wearing a binder because Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. tell that he finds a lot of comfort in wearing it like when Julian first comes over to his house he feels Mm -hmm. uncomfortable being seen without it because it's such a again such a comfort to him Mm -hmm. but then you see also like 
you can't do as much physical activity as maybe you want mm-hmm. to and kind of just like making those concessions with your body yeah. and comfort level. Mm-hmm. It was also um, great. The scene where like it starts raining and he gets like soaked. Um, and that was just like, a, Oh yeah. I haven't even thought about this. Just being like completely soaked wearing something like that. Never getting out of it. Yeah. Trapped in it <laughs> Or trying to get into it when you're trying like enraged. Put a binder on right out of the shower. Ooh. No. Everything is bad. Pain. Yeah. Nothing but pain. I just, I did have like a really good visual though of him like in the bathroom with like one arm this way. <laughs> just like, is this worth it? Like, just like completely like half in a binder just sitting on the toilet disappointed. Like, yeah. <laughs> we all. I think, I think every queer person has been there. Yeah. Half dressed, trying to get your binder on, sitting on the toilet. There's a cute boy, boy in your room who's also a ghost. I think that's like a really, really like normal occurrence. Yeah. I yeah. think that's part of the like queer journey that we all go on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is Tani showing us? <laughs> oh, I'm just hot. Oh, okay. I thought binder. there was going to be another like um, cemetery boys reveal. style shirt underneath. You know? <laughs> a reveal <laughs> of a, a full custom cemetery boys tank. Just off. Lady Death <laughs> on the shirt. That would, actually, I would love a shirt with Lady Death on it. Right. <laughs> Aiden Thomas, please work on this merch. <laughs> um, I'd love to see it. Yeah, truly. I, I, you're definitely right. I think this is definitely the first person that we've like encountered in a story that wears this, which is funny because we know so many people that wear them and I've just like well, never thought about it until this moment. <laughs> uh, well, I think that this is also fits into like the smaller category of like a lot of queer YA where the main character is already out. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of a conflict in some aspects, but that's not like the main conflict of the story. And it's not like the huge arc is them mm-hmm. like, coming out at all in any circumstance it's just kind of here's this character and they are queer Mm -hmm. and they're living their life yeah and i think in this story it's like a second coming out story because it's like oh i'm also a brujo but i can't tell anyone Mm -hmm. because it's it doesn't go like it doesn't fit with the tradition yeah um and it was just like oh secondary coming out story great Mm -hmm. (laughs) The, the like, strange balance between his family, like, pretty much being pretty being pretty accepting overall of uh, him being trans. And, like, they generally, I think there's, like, a moment once or twice where someone slips up, but they, like, use uh, Yadriel as his name. They don't, they use, like, masculine pronouns. So they're, like, pretty confirming, but then also we're, like, but you can't actually participate in this, like, sacred ritual that's only for boys because, you know, wink, wink, it's for, it's for boys. Yeah. You're a boy, but, you know, it's for, it's for boys. Like, yeah, so. It's for other boys. <laughs> Not you, which is garbage bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's pretty powerful in general, mm-hmm. like, about diaspora like as somebody myself I I guess yeah I can consider myself part of a diaspora because I'm Filipinx and there's this desire to like both honor and subvert 
your traditions, especially mm-hmm. as traditions become lost through time or through the white gaze or something like that. And it's interesting because, you know, he's always been sure that he's been a brujo. He's mm-hmm. always been sure that he's been a boy, but it's trying to contend with that with his family who have these ideas about their culture that are a little bit antiquated. And, you know, maybe they're antiquated because they're from a different generation or because these uh, cultures and traditions haven't had the opportunity to adapt to stuff like our modern ideas of gender. But like, if you take away that white colonialist colonialist gaze, like maybe those things have always been accepting. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of, again, like in the Philippinex diaspora, like some of our mythology has uh, like gender non-conforming gods, trans gods, goddesses, and deities who are celebrated for, like, their gender non-conformity or Mm -hmm. embodying feminine and masculine traits all at once. I love that. (laughs) Same. (laughs) That's great. I didn't know about that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, trying to learn about it a little bit. Like I Mm -hmm. said, there's, like, a big filter of colonialist society and and the white gaze and stuff that makes that sort of thing hard Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. grasp, especially because I don't really know the language too well. Like, I can understand it, but it's hard for me to read and to speak. So a lot Mm -hmm. of those texts are not accessible to me. Mm. Um, So it's, like, an interesting uh, dynamic to see that kind of happening with... Yadriel and like even Maritza and Julian to a degree because Maritza is trying to um, adapt her like veganness to being a bruja. Yeah. And Julian has a like contentious relationship with Spanish. Mm-hmm. Is someone playing Mario behind you? <laughs> no, Kirsten's playing Hades. Oh, I was oh. like, what was that? I heard. <laughs> and I was like, like that, that was Mario. Hot gods in the background. Ugh, yeah. They're all hot. It's annoying. Honestly. Like, Which is correct. Like, they should probably be. Yeah, all gods should be hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, duh. Unless you're, like, the god of being ugly. And then you're still probably, then like, you're extra the hot. weird models that you're, like, huh. Um, you're so unattractive to me that I'm just, like, I still think you're hot. <laughs> it's right, an issue. Tyra Banks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it that's the episode get distracted so by much. video games yeah. what were we talking about I don't, I don't have any kind of connection to anything like that and it's always really cool to hear about like different cultures having like many or like super cool ones like that um and it's a shame that people like that's just been like whitewashed away and it was really nice like reading in this book like i have a really weird relationship with like the relatives that I've had that pass away and the idea of like never seeing them again. And it is so nice that in this book, it's like when people pass away, like they're still like invited back once a year and they're like mm-hmm. allowed by lady death to, to like go visit their families. And like the idea of that has always just been so nice to me. Um, and it was really nice. Like seeing this in, the, in this book, um, there was a lot of crying going on when I was reading this, <laughs> I was like reading at work and I like stepped out on the sales floor. My sales associate was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm reading a very, very nice book. She's like, why are you like crying then? I was like, there's just something going on. Okay. <laughs> Let me have this there's moment. There's drama. There's drama. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that that's something that I've like noticed a lot when just like learning a little bit more about like non-Western cultures is that 
we tend to have a very detached uh, relationship with like death and just like the pro- that and like being connected to ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like it's a lot more of like something that is connected with other like cult- cultures, yeah. uh, especially like more of like leaning into like the celebration of that as opposed to like it being like a mourning. Yeah. Um, but like very, very obviously prominent prominent with like Dia de los Huertas. I <laughs> pardon I me, <laughs> every Spanish word is gonna be said wrong because I don't speak Spanish and I do have many years of French. So my brain reads <laughs> all languages oh, in yeah. French. All romantic languages are read in a French accent. I apologize. It's like a long a long <clears throat> amount of years of Spanish education. And I feel as though um, the American education system and teaching Spanish to people does not do it justice. And it made me forget it because it's Well, not I think something... like pretty much every, every language that's taught in America, there's never once any kind of like immersion program, which is how you learn a language. It's literally just like vocab lessons. So you just like yep. learn disjointed words. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they like teach it like math or history or something. Yeah. Like here's an mm-hmm. equation. This is how you conjugate. Here's a list of words. Just memorize them. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is trash. I, <laughs> yeah. Anyone who has been like, oh yeah, I know how to speak this language from being taught it in like high school. I'm like, how? How did they teach you? <laughs> I would love to know. I want to talk to your teacher about school. something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you went to a real school. You went to a fancy school. Huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think... Once it hit like a hundred pages into the book, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, um, I can't do the thing where I like, I usually do like 50 pages a day. So like, I'm not just like blowing through the book immediately, even if it is something like this where I'm like, oh, That's what I did? Did. like 10 more chapters. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like oh, what if I read um, every <laughs> all of it right now? Yeah. I'm like, literally like, what if I read every book I'm ever going to read in two days? What if I just did that? What if it just happened? <laughs> Oops. How long did it take you to read this book, Tenny? Uh, not very long. Maybe, shit. Kirsten, how long was I reading Cemetery Boys? Like, less than a week, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, I started, like, actually reading it on Friday. And mm. it's Wednesday now, um, and I finished mm. it yesterday. And yeah, usually... Yeah, I'm just like, um, I need to finish this. I, I need to know what's happening. Also, the, the cool thing is that obviously it's a mystery. And I, I'm not kidding. Every time we pick up a mystery book, I black out and forget it's a mystery until I'm like 20 pages in. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is a mystery novel. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out who did what. And who I started doing it? the thing that like Sophie does whenever you're introduced to someone in the book. You're like, oh, they did it. They're the one that murdered someone. And uh, it, it was it was not good for my brain. <laughs> yeah, I liked the mystery as kind of mm-hmm. a background element to the story. Because yeah. mm-hmm. for me, most of it was the relationship between Yadriel and his family and Yadriel mm-hmm. and Julian. Like, mm-hmm. I loved watching their little romance. Not a little romance. Their cute <laughs> romance bloom. A little romance. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little as a romance. Treat. Yeah, honestly, this book is as a treat. A treat, really? Yeah, it was nice, like reading it because I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they're gonna like f- f- have romantic feelings for each other." 
And I was like, no, maybe it's just going to be like a, we just have a it's social understanding gross. of each other. Yeah. And then I was like, uh-oh, wait a minute. You're falling in love with a ghost. <laughs> but the falling in love with the ghost was like very like, oh mm-hmm. my God, no, don't fall in love with the ghost. Stop. But yeah. do it. <laughs> don't do it, but do it. Don't don't this is, um, <laughs> yeah, don't catch feelings for this ghost. <laughs> this was Me, like every time uh, I hear about the, the ghost in Tom <laughs> Tom sounds. Yes, the old one of our, our author friends has a ghost in their house, and um, I fall more in love, more in love with them every time I think about this ghost. I think she's just oh. like an old wandering widow, and I love yeah, her. I relate to it. She's I just, get it. She's just vibing. Yeah, she's just like living. In a house with a, a Canadian couple and their dog. <laughs> what I, I mean, strive to have. That's what I would choose as a ghost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Popping through houses. Yeah. Um, I This definitely has, like, the perfect romance, as in, like, it is very much like a K-drama where, like, the peak of action is, like, the two characters, like, holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, like, the stakes are higher because one of them's a ghost. So, like, can they hold hands? Are we going to get a moment where they're, like, as soon as I was, like, oh, ghost boyfriend. Okay, so we're going to have the good moment where there's, like, tension building. And he's, like, what if I tried to touch you? And it, like, happens. And then everyone freaks out. And it's always perfect. And I loved it. <laughs> And it's funny because, like, the buildup throughout the book is like, can I possess you? No. But can I? <laughs> but what if I possessed you? But what if I tried? <laughs> but what if <laughs> I tried? <laughs> I just love the energy that he has as a ghost. Um, in my brain, I keep, I kept reading, reading, reading his name is Julian. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, no, wrong, stop it. Um, and the energy that he brings as a ghost is just, like, so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, 24 7 it's just like julia by carly ray jepson playing softly in the background anytime he enters a room yes <laughs> it's just like i'm imagining like a metal mix when he's mad oh yeah <laughs> nightcore remix yeah he's definitely um, my favorite character yeah i love julian so much aiden tweeted the other day like about the two characters and it's like um like, he would literally die for you. And then it's like, he would do this for you. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I hadn't, like, finished the book at all. And I'm like, oh, I finished the book now, and uh, I understand what it means. I get it. Oh, uh, yeah. I do really enjoy the running joke of a character who's, like, conscious that they're dead and just being like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking kill myself or something, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or just like, oh, if I see this, like, just, like, any... Uh, like superlative that a teenager would say to be like, oh, if this happens, I'm going to die. And then everyone's what, are you going to kill like, me? Well, you're yeah. dead. So. <laughs> if yeah. you do that, I'm going to flush you down a toilet. <laughs> I'm going to die again. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to go and do this math test. It's going to make me die. Again. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't go to school. Go to school as a ghost. Yeah. Oh, I heard a kitty. Which kitty? Not mine. Not mine either. Is Meow? <gasps> It's Uh-oh. a ghost. ghost <laughs> Do you have a cat in your house now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a ghost that... A ghost. <laughs> I'm not inviting that into my home. Um, there is a cat that lives in the side yard. He, like, will disappear and appear. So maybe a mm-hmm. ghost. Um, and sometimes I hear him at night fighting with skunks. He love got that. into, a, a, like, a fist fight with a, the skunk that lives in our neighborhood. I love and that I smelled it from my room. It was awful. Awful. <laughs> Waffle, yeah, oh god. 
Truly awful. Um, <laughs> I will say that I'm try- I don't want to talk about too much about like the actual ending because like spoilers. Yeah. Why don't you go read the book? Totally. But, um, <laughs> I do like that there's kind of like a general tension throughout like the whole book because there is like this whole thing where um, ghosts who have been around for too long start to like turn and then that's mm. when they like have to be released back into like the other world. Um, and there's like, uh, Yadriel is very much like, well, does it happen like immediately? Like it's usually a thing that's like, they've been along on the earth, like a couple of years too long and they need to go. But then like, uh, Julian starts to have maybe not good reactions to things. And it's like, well, maybe this is actually happening very quickly. So we're on, it does have like a very good element. I think that's probably when you hit the point where you're like, well, I can't put it down now because it does like kind of like, Mm -hmm. it's not like a slow build, but it definitely like builds gently and then you're just running and then you're sprinting towards the end of the book. (laughs) When I tell you how upset I was when Julian started to glitch, like... (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. It was hurting me. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like very... The like good thing violent. about this book is that they uh, Aiden really wrote the violence of that specific moment in a way that I was like, <gasps> no, stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this for anyone. Yeah, Especially he like, starts for- seizing. Like, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he has such a zest for life. Truly. <laughs> Sunshine <laughs> Which boy. Which is ironic because yeah. he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, um. Uh, <laughs> the other thing, and I know this isn't like, a, oh, this is crazy in this book. Um, I was reading this book and I kept getting very hungry because I keep talking about oh, so Oh my God, food. the food. Uh, <laughs> because the entire book, the book takes place over like, what, like three days? Yeah. And the entire time the grandmother's just cooking mm-hmm. everything for like yeah. the celebration. And I just... <laughs> Grandma energy. Yeah. Yes. It's just... Gra- I loved that. It literally just reminded me of like Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house, just like the cooking mm-hmm. that takes place for like two days, basically for just mm-hmm. like this specific event. And every time they like mentioned any sort of food, I was like, Oh, I am immediately hungry. I want candy. I want treats. <laughs> I want everything as a treat. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what is that? Pop rocks. Oh, pop rocks. I was like, pop rocks. let's go. <laughs> Can you ASMR those pop rocks? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I wonder if you could actually hear the popping if I ate There's it. some pop rocks in my mouth. There's some pop <laughs> rocks in my mouth. Um, Check our Patreon for pop rock ASMR later. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wrote on our holiday binder at work because I'm the one that received it. And I put a sticky note on it that said there are some holidays in this house. And no one has addressed it. <laughs> and everyone at my work knows how much I love the song. So they're just going to let it happen. <laughs> love that <laughs> there's some ghosts in this house mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I think that's the thing too about this book is that it's sort of difficult to talk about a lot of it without spoiling it because it's just difficult because i think if you like talk about one thing too many or too long it kind of like unravels it especially like the mystery that's there um mm. did you foresee who the killer was I no, and I'm mad about it. I did. Oh, yes. 
You're psychic. Can I talk about that after we stop recording? Because I have mm-hmm. some words. Just know that, like, <laughs> thoughts. The, yeah, exactly. Like, I have that thoughts. Was the one. <laughs> The one thing that I like really liked about the story is like the mystery was I think really interesting. And um I was like reading it and I was like, okay, here are the characters that exist. And I'm like, I wonder if it's this person. And they just like stuck to me the whole time and it was like, it's gonna be them. And it fucking was. And it was the first time I was able to do that <laughs> in any of the mystery books that we've read. Brendan won mystery book zero. <laughs> Truly. Also, I'm really glad that this mystery was not like uh, people like us. Um, mm-hmm. That was a uh, time. <laughs> we read a book that took place at like a very, very rich prep school. Like they find a body in the lake. and um, Every prep school has one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A body in the lake slash a body of water that is a lake <laughs> with a body in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is the body? <laughs> But um, you know, they were. It was just like very evident how rich they were, and I really mm-hmm. liked it because it very much reminded me of like Gossip Girl, Pretty Little Liars, but it was not Sophie's cup of tea. Alexander McQueen jeans. That's all <laughs> I have to say. Uh, I will say that I really enjoyed like the dynamic between uh, Yadriel and Julian, specifically like um, Julian was very much like the like the voice of reason kind of like literally because no one else could hear him because ghost um (laughs) and uh there was like a lot of moments where like to the outside not necessarily anyone would think that like Gadriel is talking to anyone Mm -hmm. but just kind of having these like internal conversations about like him accepting his transness because there's like a huge moment where he's like well, no, I have to do the ceremony and I have to get like the permission for my family to do this and stuff. And Julian is very blatantly like, why? Why do you need to literally prove anything to them? Like, I don't, you are like, you are a brujo. Like, I don't understand why. And it just kind of like makes him like stop and is like, well, now I have to think about it more. Cause I just kind of always like had in the back of my head that this is something I have to do, mm-hmm. but never stopped to be like, well, is it something I have to do? But also, um, if only every gay man was like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> more like, competent? No, just like <laughs> um, more competent, yes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> Not uh, um, specifically confident, but more confident in saying like, yeah, you should love yourself. Like, why do you need to do this other thing for someone other than yourself? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think especially too, when they're at school together mm-hmm. um, and Yadriel is just like going to go into the girl's room. Cause that's just like what he's used to doing. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And he's like, such, he's such like a bro about it. He's like, dude, go to the fucking men's room. What the fuck hey, are you doing, man. bro? What did, what like, the fuck you doing, he like man? sticks his head in through the door to like make sure no one's in there. So to make sure like, cause it is, I mean, like there's, there's never really any kind of like, confrontation or like violence or anything that happens specifically to Yadriel and concerning his transness, but it is like a teen novel and he is in a high school. So like, who knows? So he he does go out of his way to be like, no one's in there. You're safe. You're all good. Just go enjoy the beautiful environment of the boys bathroom in a high school, I guess. <laughs> I also like seeing cis characters really advocating for trans 
characters or trans mm-hmm. people in general? Because I feel like as a trans person, there's a lot of pressure to pass, obviously, and because you live in a world that prioritizes the cis gaze. So maybe mm-hmm. for Yadriel, it was so second nature to go into the girls' room or to feel like he had to make these concessions um, to be seen for who he is, whereas, you know, he is who he is. And, you know, it helps to hear that from your friends or your ghost boyfriend. Your ghost boyfriend. It's especially important to hear from your ghost boyfriend. (laughs) Well, I think it's also especially effective from Julian specifically because they have pretty much just met. Like, they don't, they know of each other, or at least, Mm -hmm. like, Yadriel knows of, like, Julian. He kind of has, like, somewhat of a reputation at school. Um, But they don't know each other very well at all before they, like, meet. So, and the fact that there's no hesitation or, like, they don't have, like, you know, like, a heart-to-heart where uh, he's like, oh, man, yeah, you're right. Like, I should, like, support you and blah, blah, blah. Um, he's, I mean, and you do uh, you do find out later that um, he's, like, a gay man and is, like, pretty confident and just, like, has friends that are already in the queer community. So he's, mm-hmm. like, very much just, like, affirming of it and it's not a big deal at all. But it's, like, really nice that there is a secondary character who is so affirming of Yadriel without having like a strong history. Mm -hmm. It was very nice, especially like the idea of like a young person having that support system um, and having like a found family like uh, Julian does. And it's, it was just like so nice to meet like his little found family. And it was just like, I wish I like there was more about Flocka in there. Like I wanted to know. I got you. I was like, who is she? Give me just like a novella about Flocka, please. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm calling Hello, Aiden. Do you, um, (laughs) yeah. Hey, thank you. Um, That would be so nice. We need to stop falling in love with side characters. And by that, I mean, we won't. Honestly, I will never stop completely. That's how I play D&D also. Um, (laughs) Your character is a side character. well, no, our, our DM would be like, I don't know, you walk into a pub and here's a bunch of people at a bar doing whatever. There's a very important person in the corner and then there's some fucker at the bar and we're like, we're going to go talk to the fucker at the bar. What is he doing? What's his yeah. life story? <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm a fucker There's a shining the light descending on a character. This is a person you should talk to about a quest and then there's a drunk guy in the corner. Let's talk to the drunk guy What's in the corner. What's he all about? What's his Why deal? is he a drunk guy in the corner? <laughs> I want to not be a drunk guy that. in the other corner. Um, <laughs> I did like the like T for T moment when Yadriel and Flaka like met each other officially because I think Yadriel mentioned that he kind of knew about Flaka, mm-hmm. um, and I think Flaka knew about him, and like they just had that conversation of like uh, I think it was maybe something about his name. Like he asked, she asked what uh, his name was, and, he was and she's like, like your real name. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. It was nice to have that, especially because it was, like, I want to say kind of the middle of the book. Mm-hmm. To yeah, get that, sure. it was, like, here's a little bit about Julian that you didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just, if everyone could be like that, but maybe less mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe more in control of their emotions, but like he's an eternal flame baby. Yeah, (laughs) we love that always. Um, Yeah, and it. 
I, I think the parts too with like his brother. Um, but, mm-hmm. but it was interesting that Julian's brother was like, I felt like more of an important character than Yadril's brother, <laughs> who I kept forgetting yeah. existed. <laughs> I had a brother. Yeah, Diego. Right. Diego. Yeah, he was more so. Um, I think I feel like Diego's role in the book was kind of to be put in as like a contrast to Yadriel, just because mm-hmm. he is like an affirmed brujo who is a cis man in the family and is kind mm-hmm. of like the aspiration yeah. uh, that Yadriel looks up to in the like place that he holds in the family. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rio is very much like the only like biological family really that uh, Julian has. And they have mm-hmm. a pretty tenuous relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Maritza, did I say that right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So. Maritza, Maritza. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I like that. Her, it's pronounced I like that, Anne. <laughs> um, I like Mar- Marts. Um, I like that it's they both March. have a, Yeah, it's March. March, March Simpson. Um, I like that they March, both March. have a sibling that's very much like, oh, yeah, this is like what we're supposed to be like, but. Right. Paula, she. I want to know more about her too. I don't normally fall in love with side characters or think that they're like someone that I'm like, yeah, definitely. I want to know more about them. I just want to know more about their relationship. (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. (laughs) But also in terms of like um, this being like a romantic story, we've, I feel like read less of those this year um, and done more like, am I, am I wrong? I don't know. I'm like looking at the books and I'm like, um, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I think this year we've written, we've read, um, maybe a more wide selection of more, a more wide selection of genre books as mm-hmm. opposed to previously we've read a lot of just like generic YA. So like the center of the story tends to be more like the character's relationship, which yeah. usually is a romance. Mm-hmm. And this time we read like, superhero stories some like yeah. icelandic legends some space uh, gays some space gays some other non-space gays some other non-space gays that are that really love space mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm looking at the books and i'm like okay we've uh, we've read a lot of like some thrillers yeah i feel like we've read like quite a few thrillers i love like gay ya thrillers like mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that niche and I love, honestly, this is a, a really fun mystery. I just can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Just can't get over it. I can't get over it. I shan't be getting over it. Um, I have one thing that I, I researched. Oh, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> Let me, wait, one minute, one minute. I, we have um, one note that we've researched. Um, I Hold believe. on, Hold on. I, Sophie I is leading the meeting here. Up. Yeah, Calling but, the expert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Watch, watch me mispronounce all of these words. Uh-huh. I'm so so sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so when they go down to like the little undergrounds, like wherever, um, I kind of just like imagined it like what under ninety five looks like. Oh, to be I was like, which underground um, are we talking about? <laughs> when they meet uh, like Julian's friends mm-hmm. for the first time, I've like, forgotten the all thing. of their names except for. Flaka and Luca and there we go. Uh, Omar. Almost, yes. 
and and that's that's all Donatello is one of the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> Michelangelo and Donatello. <laughs> I like, like the I turtles. Did, <laughs> I yeah, the I love that part. Like like the Ninja Turtles. No, like the Renaissance artists that the Ninja Turtles were named after. Okay, <laughs> it's very. <laughs> Julian has very Da Vinci energy. Da Vinci? Um, (laughs) The fact that he got so many, like, um, what are those called? Like, Doggy Dog World. Oh, yeah, like everything. (laughs) Everything, Oh, I love those. All of the, like, mannerisms. He got, he he kept saying, like, common saying wrong. Yeah. And that that was a word. Hold on. That has, please tell me what that word is. It's going to bother me. Because that was, like, the tell that um, Omar, like, was, like, why the fuck did you say that? That's something that Julian always says. Um, something his dumb ass says. He says, like... He says doggy dog world instead of doggy that, dog world. Yeah. Um, but, like, the thing that he says specifically that makes, like, Omar, like, jump. Religious oh, one. Blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the wound, but it's supposed to be water of the womb. And, oh, yeah. Um, he's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> It's on page 153. An inaccurate? No, it's not anachronism. That's something else. I just heard, uh, my brain just said aneurysm. Aneurysm? No. It's called an egg corn. An egg corn? Yeah. Kind of okay. like when people mispronounce acorn as egg corn, I guess. It's oh. Like, or okay. intensive purposes, when it's mm-hmm. intense and purposes. Right. All intensive purposes. All intense and purposes. All intensive purposes. All intense and purposes. Intensive. All intensive meteor purposes. Uh, meteor? Meteor? meteor. 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 Um. Anyway, back to the research. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, please bring up your notes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so when they go down and they meet, like, Julian's friends for the first time, they walk into, like, this, like, underground spot that they've kind of, like, camped out in, and there's, like, graffiti on the wall that, like, we're, I think we're supposed to assume that Julian has written, because uh, Yadriel says that they, he recognizes the handwriting, mm-hmm. um, and it's in Spanish, so bear with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it says, uh, Hey, niñas con pene, niños con vulva. Uh, y transfibicos si dientes um, which I looked up because I was like that feels like that's like a thing um, it basically, so it directly translates to there are women who have penises, men who have vaginas and transphobes without teeth um, <laughs> but that's like a direct translation what it's like actually supposed to mean or what the internet was telling me is that the last phrase is not necessarily supposed to be that violent, but just to be like, there are transphobes who like shouldn't say things who like mm. shouldn't have like words in their mouths. So they just need to shut up. But I looked it up and the like first thing that came up when I looked it up was like graffiti that's on a wall somewhere. And I was like, okay, that feels like not just like a cool Instagram post. Cause it was like the same image over and over again, but it's mm. just like an unsigned phrase on a wall in Spain that had that phrase written out. So I so I did some research, and there is a like a it's not a corporation but like a foundation I guess mm. in Spain and Venezuela um, that's called Chrysalis, and it's the Asociación de Familias de Mineros Transsexual. So it's like basically a foundation that was created 
to help educate people and give people more resources for like trans youth in Spain and like uh, South American countries because they do have, I think like the main thing is in Spain, but they also have like, I was seeing they have like locations in Brazil and Venezuela and a lot of other places there. But they did an ad campaign in 2017 that had that tech that had the text written out. Just the first part, though, um, just the eh, los niños con pene and los niños con vulva, and they had like an image of a bunch of like younger children running completely naked, so their like genitals were visible, mm-hmm. and it was basically just like an ad campaign that was completely privately um, funded by someone in New York to help like bring like like a spotlight to the foundation and help like uh, educate people. And then later that year, there was a Catholic church in um, Barcelona that specifically like was paid by a private donation of $30,000 to create a bus ad campaign that was the opposite that basically was like it also in Spanish, but just said like men have penises, women have vaginas. Like you suck because we're Catholic and close-minded. Basically, they were like booed out of the city. Um, the church. <laughs> there was like a yeah, there was like a huge riot of protesters that blockaded the bus so they couldn't drive through the city. Mm-hmm. And then they also like there was a bunch of people who were. like had masks on and hoods and were hiding their identity that shattered the windows of the bus um, to try to prevent them from going through. And then the mayor of Brazil like outwardly spoke against them and told them like they were like forbidden from entering the city lines. Um, They were like, he threatened or the city council of Barcelona specifically threatened to um, fine them like $200,000 or no $20,000 I don't know if it's a direct American translation, but I found this really also amazing article that was clearly written by someone who had a good brain. Uh, Oh, good. I was like, please tell me it's good. No, no, no. Yeah. I did have to Google translate it because it was entirely written in Spanish. So I don't know if this is an exact direct quote, but Mm -hmm. there was a line in the uh, article where they wrote about it because they're basically like, these fucking Catholic sons of bitches were out here trying to do this shit. Um, But the like, (laughs) it was really funny one of, because then a bunch of people were obviously like, as people like to do, were like blaming protesters for causing violence and like doing harm to people, even though they weren't fucking harming anyone. Mm -hmm. So one of the quotes uh, from the article is just, Uh, The bus is an inert object, an object that neither feels nor suffers, just like the rotten hearts of garbage bags that, uh, (laughs) with legs that ride inside of it. Oh my God. (laughs) Amazing. I'm in love with that. That was my research. (laughs) Wow. Sophie actually did research and we were sitting here making fun of her. (laughs) I'm so glad that you did too, because now I'm just like... I'm going to be calling all ter- well, I'm already calling Terps trash, but I'm going <laughs> to punch out their teeth always. Punch out their teeth and call them garbage bags with legs. Basura. <laughs> Just, um, um, as a, a garbage person, I'm so glad that uh, these people exist because they're actual garbage people. <laughs> actual right? garbage bags. 
Um, so I think like the original graffiti that was like, like the main, if you Google that phrase, like the main image that comes up is kind of one picture of graffiti. And I think that was maybe something that was put on the walls of like Barcelona when the bus was planning on coming through just as like part of the protests to keep them out. But it was like really, it was really nice to like be able to read it. Cause it seemed like, obviously like there's like a really strong like Catholic presence in Spain and stuff, but it was really nice to see that it's seemingly the um, like the basic government, like the governor or the mayor of the city and the city council were very adamant that it was uh, the intention of like the church was to like promote hate speech towards LGBTQ communities. So that was nice. (laughs) I wasn't too rambly. No. Um, if Julian did do that, um, he might uh, have been voted best boy of the year. Best boy of the year. <laughs> Sorry, everyone um, else. <laughs> <laughs> this man would literally die for us. Literally, yeah. He's a ghost. He'll die for you, even though he's yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of my notes were just me writing down things about those articles I was reading, so... Again, like a lot of them I was reading were written in Spanish and I use mm-hmm. Google Translate to just kind of be able to parse together stuff. So I don't know if all the facts are necessarily correct, but mm-hmm. um, it's like it was like a widespread ad campaign a couple of years ago in a couple of countries. Um, so That's just really to cool. promote like education and like visibility of trans kids specifically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that. Tenny, do you have anything that you wanted to add? (laughs) Put you on the spot. (laughs) What did you research? (laughs) Where are your notes? Here are mine. (laughs) The side of the scan. Surprising that I didn't. I think I just like went through this so quickly though. I did ask you like a day ago, like, hey, do you want to do this thing? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like generally I'll take notes on, like, a handful of things just if I think of stuff that I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to forget, like, that I thought of. I'll, like, write them down quickly. But usually I'm just like, I read the book. I know what happened. Yeah. I keep telling myself that I'm going to write down all the characters' names so I remember them. Mm -hmm. And instead, halfway through the episode, I'm like, Sophie, what was the main character's name again? I (laughs) started... I I definitely... Did that more often than the beginning, especially if like I go into a book knowing it's going to be like more of an ensemble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think I did that specifically for uh, Once in Future because yes. it's like oh a gosh. parallel to Arthurian legend. So I was literally mm-hmm. like writing down characters' names and then like writing down their like parallel like character. Yeah, as I was reading it, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't normally take this many notes. I just, for some reason, that that phrase really stuck out to me, and I was like, this feels important. Let I think what you up. took notes on, it, like a good thing to take notes on, it was actually like cool to hear that. Yeah. Also, I just love the idea of him making like really sick graffiti art. Right? <laughs> and then signing it St. Jude, or like St. Jay. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I, I love that. Yeah, I think that Heart really. Boy. That was like the, especially I think the moment too, where you like realize you kind of like get the a better sense of like why Julian is so like defensive towards like transness. Like he, why he's such like he he. It's weird because he's almost like more defensive of transness than Yadriel is at some points, just because Yadriel is so like. He's just, like, so passive about things. 
and and Julian is a lot more like, no, fuck you, embrace it. Yeah, hell yeah, you're trans. Yeah. Let's go. Like, <laughs> and uh, Yadriel's like, I'm, I'm trans. Like whispering into like the darkness. Yeah. And Julian's like, guess what? <laughs> I'm gay. Do you have a problem with that? Also, love yourself. <laughs> we all need an angry sunshine boy. Honestly. <laughs> Truly. It's uh, nice yeah. to have an angry one for once. Usually in the YA books ghost. that we've we've read, it's like a lot of cutesy boys. Mm-hmm. Um that we don't like normally get like a full range of emotion from. Whereas like this <laughs> this ghost dead person we get like a full range of human emotion from. Mm-hmm. Um which for a dead person is really doing a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um yeah, I had such a great time reading this book, and I'm really glad that it was like as much as I wanted to read it immediately when it came out, I feel like this was like the perfect time because it takes place in the last few days of October. I feel mm-hmm. like this is like the perfect time to read it. Um, yes. It's just so It's good. perfect for spooky season. Spooky season. And I think this book was pushed back too. They were going to publish it earlier in the year. Um, and then I remember Aiden being like, hey, book's being pushed back. I'm not answering any more questions at this time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no it was so nice i'm really glad and like this is an astounding book for like a f- first book oh yeah like I, so I good read the, the back cover and it was like this is aiden thomas's premiere novel and i was like fuck you no it isn't <laughs> <laughs> no i'm yeah. sorry to tell you this but you're wrong <laughs> also really interesting as much as i love all of the authors that we've interviewed um, it's really nice seeing a book in which I don't know like any of the other authors, so I can be like, oh, what is this? Like, what is this person? Right, like Teen Vogue. I don't know who Teen they Vogue. Are. Who is she? I don't know who Teen Vogue is. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. Uh, oh wait, these witches don't burn. Do I have? Them? Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I feel like this is just like such a beautiful book. Also, I just like love the cover art, the like the actual book art itself. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like the descriptions in this weren't. You know, when you're reading a book and like the descriptions are like just too much of stuff, and like they're describing a person, and it's just like overkill in a way. I just mm-hmm. felt like the descriptions were like perfectly done especially for like lady death which like oh like yeah. that like a, a small amount was like left to the imagination of like what they could like fully look like but like the details that, that were there i was like oh my mm-hmm. god yes love this um and like the the ceremonies were like really cool to read about especially like towards the end of the book like more of the um oh my god i'm forgetting the the spanish for day of the dead oh my gosh Dia de los Muertos. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the descriptions of like the like that day were like so nice. Yeah, it was so good. It was very fun. It's just like a really hard. I also lo- super one one last thing the mm-hmm. um, <laughs> moment where they so they're uh, I don't want to say that's a spoiler, but they're they like end up in a costume shop together and. <laughs> yes. um, and Julian's uh, trying to find uh, Yadriel like a costume nerd, and it's like the day before Halloween, so there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. And he like pulls up like a sugar skull like face painting kit, and Yadriel just fucking goes off, and he's like, first of all, <laughs> this is some fucking white bullshit. Get it out of my face." Yeah, when he like pulled it up to like show to him, like, "Hey, do you want to wear this?" I was like, 
I'm, I'm going to leave. Go off. <laughs> Let's gonna, go. <laughs> Let's go, King. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go short King. For King. Um, I also love this resurgence of like short YA boys. Really good. Love short people. <laughs> I would. Yes, but I also would love some um, tall trans boy representation. That would be good. Oh, that would be nice. But. Someday. We'll have that. I do love a tall and small. Tall and small is the best combination. Mm-hmm. A tall and a tall doesn't work at all. Oh, and I do. Wait, what's the part where, um, oh, where Maritza is trying to get uh, Julian to describe like how he died, if he can remember. He's like, I don't know. This dude just jumped me. She's like, how do you know it was a dude? Well, he was really tall. So women can't be tall. Well, he was really strong. He was strong enough to kill me. Women can't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sophie froze. Oh, there we oh, go. You, guys you like froze back. while you were like. <laughs> what? Women yeah. can't kill you? Your internet connection is unstable, says Zoom. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, I was like, I mean, probably. Oh, hold on. Um, I might. How have I been? Sophie constantly goes on the bad internet at her house because she hates me. (laughs) Wants my job to be difficult. (laughs) Are you enjoying yourself? Are you having fun? Who's me? Yes. I am. Good. I actually like being able to like read a story and talk about it versus just having like a bubble of thoughts in my head. Queer book club. (laughs) Listen, any literally any time you want to hang out or even just like read the book that we're also reading and talk mm-hmm. about it off the podcast. I'm down. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we usually how our episodes work is like, we talk about stuff that we're allowed to talk about without being too spoilery. And then I turn off the recording and we keep and talking. Yeah. We, just, we just shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah, truly. We've, we've done that after authors have left the pot, like the episode. Oh yeah. We, I'll be like, so this one thing, I don't want to bring it up in front of them, but yeah. it did kind of was weird that this, um, but it was really hard to read this one. Yeah. I hate Phil Stamper. Uh, that's Phil what Brendan Stamper. said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I no. said to Phil Stamper that his writing sucked. I didn't I at all. I just, I just worded something very badly. Yeah. I, I mean, not that, like, seeing, going to the movie theaters is, like, one of my, like, favorite activities, but I will say that, like, one of the things, because I'm not, like, a, I don't really like clubbing. I'm not, like, a bar person, you know? I do mm-hmm. like to, like, go outside, but I'm not, like, necessarily, like, encumbered by having to go outside in small groups, because I normally am anyway. But, like, the one thing I really super loved doing with friends was, like, going to see a movie and then, like, going to a diner or something afterwards and just, like, talking about the movie for, like, the, an hour and a half and just, like, parsing our thoughts on what we, what we just saw. So I feel yeah. like this kind of fills that void a little bit for sure. Yeah. yeah. And plus it's, like, nice to sometimes get to talk to the authors too. Um, I've just, had like, so many – oh, I mean, not every – not <laughs> – So many and people. Every single book now. But there has been a handful of books that we've read that I enjoy, but they haven't been my favorite. And mm-hmm. then we've talked to the author. And after we've talked to the author, I've been like, actually, wait, like talking to them about their process and like mm-hmm. their viewpoint going into characters. Sophie Green hates <laughs> Ryan Lasala. Um, <laughs> I hate troll beads. Uh, <laughs> no, but there's definitely been like a handful of authors that we've talked to. And I'm like, Maybe not necessarily the book, but like a specific character I didn't really like. And then they yeah. talked about them and I was like, oh, you know what? 
actually oh. they were great. She made some points. <laughs> she made some points. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's, <clears throat> I had such a good time reading this book and Again, I never realize that we're picking up mystery books when we do. I'm just like, yeah, let's read it. Like, that sounds great. That mystery book sounds great. And then a month later when it comes out, I'm like, wait, this is a mystery novel? A mystery. <laughs> there, someone died? Like, it's it's very, maybe I truly possess Da Vinci energy as well. You when it comes to the books we energy. read. Yeah. Da Vinci? Da Vinci? <laughs> Aiden Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> Ghost? Um, ghost? Ghost? <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, we're trailing yeah, we're, off. Yeah, we're getting bad. Um, all right, I don't really have anything else to add other than um, I absolutely love this book. <laughs> I loved it. It's perfect for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I recommend everyone story. read it. It's amazing. Yeah. Little YA book. It has good romance. It's got mystery. Mm-hmm. It's got a little thrill. And it has like a it's lot of Spanish everything. culture. It's got. got <laughs> we, we love to we, see it. We I feel like do. it has mostly a brown cast too. Yes. Like are there wait? The only question, white people are, are awful. There, are there any white people? There are. I fucking. And they were that. terrible. Wait, who's white? I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, they were the the girls at school. I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The one and girl was like, I'm like one percent Spanish, and I I truly believe that. France, it, it's like, sis, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what's oh, going yeah. on here? The only white characters are the shitty girls at school and the mm-hmm. cops who wouldn't help Miguel's parents because they didn't speak Spanish. Oh, yeah. And they wanted to deport and they, people. And they wouldn't give them a, get them a translator, which they're legally required to do. Oh, anyway, man. Um, <laughs> it takes place in LA, right? Uh, yes, it does. I literally, I know that it said it multiple times and my brain was like, no. No. Well, is, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, is it? No, it's California. The only reason mm-hmm. I know that for sure is because they go on the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, they I mentioned. Only, oh, I love that scene. I only know that that's a thing because of Veronica Mars. <laughs> because Sophie the. Said, I only know brain empty Veronica I only, Mars. I only know things about California because of Veronica Mars because uh, the like biker gang that is all, mm. mo- that is. All Latina characters, all the Latina characters in that show are in a biker gang, but they are usually good boys, mm-hmm. um, are called the PCHers. So that's all. That's I all only I knew it was California because of Zoe 101. I could just tell. Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite documentary. <laughs> I love my pear phone. <laughs> oh, I wanted one so bad. <laughs> all right, we're getting off course again. We got to wrap this up. It's bad. Um, we have to release Tenny. I'm so sorry, Tenny. We have to cut cut the the. We're gonna ear. have to yeah. We're gonna have to release you back into the afterlife. We'll summon you again though, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Would you Next be like up to that? De los Muertos? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be around. Great. Um, do you have okay. uh, any place on the internet that you want people to find you, or do you prefer not to be found? Um. <laughs> I, I, I prefer to not be considered. I don't. I feel like I don't know how you how you internet presence. So I also, if you yeah. don't want to promote anything, we can also cut this whole thing out. I mean, I don't really have a internet presence. I just have that one article that I wrote on Medium, if which was astounding. We should yeah. um, put that in the show notes, Brendan. Yes. If you don't mind. 
That was oh, yeah. so nice to read. If you want, if you want me to do that, if you don't want me to do that, I can also not direct full blown attention to you. <laughs> totally fine. Go for it. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I was going to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I had such a good time reading this book. Thank you for putting it on our list, Sophie. I mean, this really doesn't fit in anywhere, but I do like how they insisted on using Latinx and Brewx throughout the whole thing. Like it yes. felt very natural and seamless. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's like some contention around Latinx and similar terms. So just going ahead and using it, I think makes that hurdle a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of that on Twitter right now. Um, specifically, it was so weird. After, as I started reading this book, I started seeing more people... Um, saying that it's uh people some people prefer latin e or latin with an e at the end Mm -hmm. um versus latinx um and like what is going on and also ulta posted like um this hairstylist that i follow he was talking about hispanic versus latinx like what Mm -hmm. they mean um and how interchangeable they are and how interchangeable they aren't um it was just very interesting. And I, uh, it was nice that as I was reading this, those things started to pop up. Um, so it just felt like the internet knew what I was doing, um, which was nice for once, as opposed to it knowing that I want an inflatable hot tub and suggesting them to me, <laughs> which is a thing that I do want, but they're $900. <laughs> oh yeah. No, <laughs> I can do other things with $900. Uh, this is a side note that, mm-hmm. I was watching stuff downstairs on the TV before this, and I came upstairs with my phone still connected to the YouTube. Uh-huh. So I can just see that Joyce has been watching Cody Cove videos the entire time I've been upstairs. <laughs> Blowing up her Joy? <laughs> Joy is truly unhinged. Manager Ben. <laughs> Manager Ben is really something else. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Tenny. You are welcome. Thanks for having me from the graveyard. Of course. We'll summon you any day. By accident. Love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Turn on my computer. Oh, Tony's here. Wow. Um, we promised to do it on purpose, too. Um, but yeah, everyone should go out and get Cemetery Boys. It's by Aiden Thomas. Um, it is truly an astounding book. I think we all had a pretty good time reading it. Um, and it was just, like, fun and super, like, very timely. It was good. Good time. Good spoopy energy, good trans energy. Would recommend. Yes. We, we love when spoopy energy is also on the same page as trans energy. We just, we love to see it. We're um, thriving in these spoopy times. Yeah, truly. <laughs> it's what we deserve. It's our season. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my name is Randon Patrick. That's Sophie G. And that's Tanny. And you've been listening to the Super Podcast. Your music.